0: G'day, punters. Welcome to the mailbag sale preview as well as Oak Bank Curls. This is non-traditional Easter long weekend preview sort of behaviour from us. Uh, but there's plenty else going on. I think you've got how many meetings at, uh, in Brisbane or Queensland tomorrow? Yeah, Saturday? Zero, zero tomorrow yep. um, for Good Friday in here.
1: Quick look here. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten,
0: eleven. Race tracks hosting race meetings in Queensland on Saturday. There's never enough, clearly. You just got to get them all oh, out there on course.
1: I'm sending my apprentice um, to Flinton non tab, which is about 300 kilometres west of Toowoomba. He's heading out there for me and staying the night there with a few
0: mates, but betting the non tabs at Flinton as well. So heaps going on. That's amazing. All right. Well, look, we're going to start with sale because I think out of all of the narrative joints, that could be operating across the Easter long weekend. Sale has definitely taken the cake. There's 1.4 million dollars worth of prize money. I think there's one a 150,000 dollar maiden floating around, and there's the unofficial Group One race that people are referring to, the Country Discovery Handicap, and it's got a "the" yeah. in the race title, so that adds a little bit of legitimacy. Oh, it just um, means they're just struggling, aren't they? They have seen PVL with all of his the races. He's just like the, the Seinfeld fan going through the, all the episodes and going, <laughs> what, what haven't they used? And uh, here we go, the country discovery, the country music singer or something like that. I don't know. This is just... I've got no idea what this even means. <sighs> but look, it's anyway, a, it's a where half... Where do we start? Yeah, it's a half interesting race, isn't it? You know, 1,100 metres, $500,000. You've got uh, quite a few horses that have been running around here and there over the previous couple of months and not necessarily doing too much. And you look at them and you go, well, are they going to end up in Queensland? But that, my starting point is also my finishing point in that showmanship is the best horse here. And if the horse is vaguely fitting well enough off a 587-day break and two jump outs at a trial suggests it is, it is just a great bet at five fifty. End of end of story. In the boat as favourite in this field, drawn fourteen with Blake McDougall on board, just screams trouble. And even if it somehow finds the front, it all it's going to do is inject more pace into the race of horses with bigger figures to come over the top. Um, and I mean, a lot of people have made. Note the fact that Showmanship's trial at Colac in five-horse field, two of them have won within their first two starts and the other two ran second. So they are all come out and run reasonably well. I know it doesn't necessarily work out that way all the time, but sometimes you find these funny little trials and everything seems to win out of them. Um, it's just clearly the best horse here. A
1: couple of other things that um, sort of piqued interest, like D Lane did go to Colac for that trial. Mm. You know, like any anyone could have thrown a leg over it for a trial at Colac. Um, it's a decent lead, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Fitness off the back of how many do we think jump outs? So I know
0: that the Victorian jump out footage is difficult. <laughs> I think at least two jump outs in one trial. Yeah. So there's been the one and trial. And we've had a thousand metre trial,
1: so we're yep. not going in in not fit. Yeah. Like if this was a if this was a fitness run. You're going to this race on the other side of the peninsula for the stable. I, I, I anticipate it's launching across from Barwon Heads. Source. I think I there's from Flemington.
0: Yeah, and it, anyway. there's got to be big pressure on this on this whole setup as well. Bob Peters hasn't been winning many races in WA since he's lost the Grant Alana Williams partnership. This horse has gone from Grant Alana Williams to Danny O'Brien. There's big expectations on it. Recorded a monster victory at Mooney Valley there in that last start, the listed race, the whatever it was called, uh, including a big figure going through the line. It's a very talented horse coming off a setback. Yep. I think they'll want to get it right first up. I think it would be a complete disaster if it fails. And why won't it dash first up?
1: You know, like obviously the, the 1100 below its best trip is 1400, 1200, 1400 its best or... Yeah, I still think it's it it looks very well placed. It's it's got 54 kilos and gate two and D lane. Look, it's just, I think you're right in your earlier statement that there's not a lot to talk about in this
0: race other than this is the perfect setup. Yeah. I mean, and and looking at um, Lombardo, we've obviously been against Lombardo last start and the start prior, obviously one in Adelaide, but the figures here just... Don't stack up against even some of the other more seasoned gallopers. it would really have to go to its absolute best year Lombardo to be to be figuring. Um, and then mm. you've got horses like the Inferno and Brooklyn Hustle and you know they they always need the right tempo back in the field to be figuring and they're just they're horses you just basically you might save on once in a while if the track's playing favorably, but uh, I'm looking at this and just not even not even factoring them in for the most part. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of
1: um, like, what would you say, like group, race, like third, fourth, fifth place getters, mm. sort of thing. You know, out of the rest of them, they're pretty even, aren't they? Yeah. So I mean, showmanship looks like the one that, that, back to his to what he was, he can like win this and go on to something else. Maybe I don't know. Do, do they travel horses to
0: South Australia and Queensland? I think they probably would if they. Yeah, I don't think they'd have too much of an issue with it mm. if the right race anyway. is there. Look, the, the other horse oh, at a bigger price that I'll have a, a smaller bet on is, is, bless her, just seems to map really well, Gate 5, Jamie Carr on board, didn't really get momentum at the right time behind Esther La Roca at the Valley, has won at the track twice before, track and trip as well, you know, you're getting 20s or so to, to have something smaller on, it's just trimmed up actually since then, it's now under 16, but still, you know, if I'm launching showmanship, I'm happy to save on, on a horse that's unbeaten the track, so... Anyway, that's way I'm looking at it. No arguments here. All right. Anything take you. your eye at sale other than the Country Discovery race? Oh, look, only one other thing took my eye. Um, and this
1: is not form-related because I haven't done the race, but racing on Good Friday and race five, number seven, water into wine. Um, seems a topical <laughs> tip, maybe. <laughs> um, maybe take the Cornella with Ancient Egypt. Well, I like it. not um, I'm not sure why we portray Jesus as a white man.
0: Anyway, let's not digress too far. I was going to say there's so many so many ways we can get ourselves into trouble there. Um, <laughs> but speaking of magical places. Trouble. Yeah, speaking of trouble. <laughs> let's have a look at Oak Bank, shall we? All right, which race why not? took at- your eye?
1: Well, a couple of races at Oak Bank. Uh, in fact, yeah, I'm just um, waiting for my dynamic odds to catch up to me. I'm that excited about going to Oak Bank. <laughs> I think um, as we're seeing, um, you know, this, the sacred holy days become less and less relevant in modern society, um, here's another that some are screaming sacrilege. We have Oak Bank on and we don't have any hurdle races
0: to uh- focus on. Uh, yeah, uh, is this still considered the Oakbank Carnival? Is that what happens, or is, is that on Monday? Are they running any hurdle races, or is well, that I just being? I think been there's some.
1: In? I think, I think there's some um, boisterous hurdle enthusiasts that saying that like this is you know no longer what it was because there's no horses to jump over sticks, yeah, and logs and fences. Um. Okay, so welcome to the future. We're at Oak Bank on Easter without hurdles. Um, good luck to the club anyway. Bold break of tradition and I hope they go as well. That's a bit of bullshit narrative. I don't really care. I just want to bet, <laughs> Peter. And we're going to bet in race seven, I think. Uh, the the Peringa Cup. Time honoured now. Uh, for those that aren't familiar with Oak Bank, it's a unique race course that some horses sort of can't handle the slippery slope downhill run <laughs> coming into the corner and then sort of <laughs> flying down. Um, we've sort of priced this race individually. Um, and I think we've come up with the same horse uh, as the market has to race seven at number three, sand Blass. Um I probably forgot to include a point and point here, but we'll get to it. Um, Northern Territory Derby winner. Um, there's a little bit of form that sort of comes through that. And it did like, you know, race well during that time. And those sort of three-year-old races, And in... they have produced a few winners. Like Ocean 13, I think was one. I think was that um, yeah, of... Casino 17, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the other ga- gambling um, reference. Casino 17. It sort of actually ended up now at um, Cody Morgan's and ran well in a $50,000 to the winner race or something at Muzzlebrook. Pretty strong racing there, like in those areas of, you know, where all the studs are around New South Wales. It's, it's pretty strong racing. So that's, you know, it's a, good, it's a lot stronger than Adelaide anyway, put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it's last, you know, it's obviously worked up um, this preparation and a winner at the Parks track, I think, when it was on speed and, and ran good tempo and was still able to finish off strongly. Um, gate 3... Campbell Royal Willis on again. It goes around this time with fifty-six kilos. It carried sixty last time. It just looks a, like an easy bet to have. Hot you know, um, highest rating horse in the race that races on to speed that drops in weight, that's like ran good closing sections. Um, it went faster than benchmark to the six hundred when leading and was still breaking, you know, class benchmark by one and a half lengths for its last furlong. Um yeah, not a horse that I'm,
0: I'm prepared to risk and, and happy to be on. Yeah. You look at it and you'd have to think that the horse is seriously regressing off its last, what, one, two, three, four, five starts. It would have to regress significantly to not be somewhere near the finish. And look, probably the, 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 if there is a reason why that would happen, it's the tempo. The last five starts, the race, very fast, very fast, very fast, very fast and fast. So as long as Campbell mm-hmm. or Will is setting some sort of, Genuine tempo, or part of an on-speed, strong on-speed brigade, you'd have to think the horse is very, very difficult to beat. There is one other horse that has um,
1: that has drawn outside it and uh, did lead and went, did lead and run third. Last start was Lord Boozeron. Yeah. Um, it it led, didn't go as quick for benchmark. Um, and didn't sort of finish off as strong. Like it's, it'll have to recapture some, some really old, old form. Just can't see a peak in it or a spike in it. You know, I mean. No. Anyway, I think it'll be. I think it can be on speed, and and that's okay. It would have to take on Sandblast to to get across it, and which you know should ensure that they do go along a little bit. Which either way you look at it, you know, Sandblast is joined inside it and gets first option to run along, doesn't it? So yeah. Uh, no, I don't think it's any great spoil, but I've got it shorter than market. But um,
0: yeah, I just think it, it looks the winner to me. Yeah, I do too. Um, you know, it just depends on what your, what your flavours are. If it gets beat, Pistol. <laughs> <laughs> what have you no, got?
1: I'm not making any bold statements in this race. Okay,
0: so. okay. It is Maybe. Oak make after all. You don't want to end up live streaming Oak Bank on Monday as a result of And San You Blast know that losing. live
1: that Toowoomba live stream was actual actually costly because I just pickled bet the meeting and I think I've backed three or four winners. <laughs> like if I was actually like betting properly and like cared about the meeting, I could have won more than hundred and eighty dollars. So <laughs> we won two packs two cartons of beer and a pack of bench and hedges
0: smooth, one of the <laughs> guys that was watching sort of suggested. <laughs> Oh, you know, something something for your time anyway. Um there's another feature race there, the at Oak Bank race eight, the Adelaide Hills Railway listed race. Mm, time on it too. Yeah um,
1: like every listed race. <laughs> what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna refer to uh some punting form data here. Some interesting uh data here, historical run style with the rail true and particularly looking at this um, profitability and winning strike rates on horses back and wide, which is this here, seem to be historically the the place to be in run.
0: So what does that suggest to you? Does that suggest momentum more than anything? As you said, it's a little bit tricky to handle some of those runs, so you need to be making your run at the right time and probably the easiest way to keep momentum is if you're drawn wide.
1: Rightly or wrongly, completely ignored this information for the 2150 metre race. <laughs> um, it's a different tempo yeah. set up, you know? Like, it doesn't really, you know, meh. What would the data know? 2150. Um Looking at race eight, which is 1100 meter race, um, you know, looking at, looking at the data that sort of supports, well, where do I want to be and run here? Do I, you know, I need to be wide and full momentum than like hard fence and having to sort of stop and steer the horse around that corner. So I don't run off the track as opposed to something that's wide and like a velodrome sort of, you know, swooping off, swooping off the bend, um, That being said, it would be interesting to see which jockeys that are um, at the meeting pistol that have ridden it. Yes. It's tricky track. Yes. See who has some good stats. Campbell Royal Willow, one win from two. <laughs> oh, look at him. The biggest shins in racing. Baran Vorster, thirty-eight percent winning strike rate from twenty-six. Not sure. Can you see that data? There? Yeah, okay. yeah, Blaking
0: I can. Out. I mean, it, all that yeah. stands out to me is Baron Vorster and Kayla yeah. Crowther. which is disappointing because I wanted to side with Jake Toe Rope. Toe Rope. Sorry, Jake. I'm. Toe Rope. Toe Rope. I'm. I'm toe Rope. The K is pronounced P. Jake Lead Rope. I'm just basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is that? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It doesn't. Yeah.
0: What's his pot? Okay. Not great. Okay. okay. So the point is, though, we were looking at two horses here. I think in the in the Adelaide Hills Railway Time Honored, and we were indeed. You were favouring more towards the bigger shins. I'm taking it.
1: Yeah. Rock the Ring was a horse that I thought could have knocked off Lombardo last start um didn't quite get to the spot in run where i thought he would um unfortunately ignore those prices because we're not running with them now uh so there's a little bit of speed inside him um and then i think that this is pretty close this sort of gap where where if he begins well enough he can be sort of right there or just tucking behind a tempo here the two horses that we uh, we we've sort of interested in were these two yeah but we thought more suitable to uh that sort of track pattern off the data of you know back and wide somewhere potentially back you know back and wide with cover Keeping momentum um getting momentum i thought rock the ring sort of um you know, coming through that um, that Lombardo race was okay. Um, you know, as I said, I had to sit outside it and boxed on okay. But you sort of
0: found all banter through some strong Victorian races. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically been it's it's figures have been good all prep so far. It started off with a really nice win there on the Park Circuit. Good figure. Um, then went to Flemington. It was hard against the grand stand- sorry, the the far side fence, so the inside fence of the track there down the straight. It uh, was only beaten 0.7 of a length behind Malkovich, Brooklyn Hustle, Express Pass, sort of Mercy, and that's turned out to be a good form race. Then went back to the parks with Campbell Willer on board and basically recorded a, a very similar figure to what it did first up. So the 1,000 metre figures that it's recording are all good. Uh, the 1,100 doesn't... Really look like too much of an issue, although it's untested, so to speak. Uh, you know, it's mostly exposed over to one thousand meters. But again, just with that yep. gate, I'm happy enough to suggest that it will be able to just slot in. They won't necessarily ride its ears off to, to get to the lead. So, um, but... well, you'd hope not to, because like if you have a look at its barriers
1: that it's drawn mm-hmm. and its last handful of starts, like three, two, three, four, like it has drawn. Where it can use its speed to just to hold itself in a lovely spot or lead, for that yeah. matter, in like lower grade when it led it um, on resumption. Um, so yeah, it doesn't have to like gas and lead here, does it by any stretch? Um, and rock the ring drawn inside it, I think, sort of brings it into the into the race, like map wise. You know, you think Shins could um, could be a bit tactical here to to find himself in the right spot. Yeah. Um, as far as the prices are concerned. Just looking at uh dynamic here. Two sixty Rock the Ring, four dollars available all banter. It just seems like they're gonna be a lot closer come jump time to me.
0: Yeah. What are you suggesting we do there? Look, I'm I'm happy to to take something early on all banter. Um that's just the way that I'm looking at the race, though. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the rest of the field. I'm not exactly sure who's going to be supported. Um, you know, maybe a horse. Can't see anything else firming? Or no, what? no. I mean, look, I'm, I'm looking at horses like Larimer Street potentially that that might be able to firm, but again, like that's that's really a bit of a stretch, and that's that's obviously at odds as well. Um, yeah, it's it's just it looks a very thin race outside of those top two, and that's obviously what the market has, but. Yeah, I'm mm. I'm looking at it, just going well. Clearly, there's one horse that's recorded better figures. Rock the Ring wasn't necessarily suited. Last start, three wide, no cover for the most part. Um, I just don't see who's going to jump out of the ground and really strongly improve. Yeah, I think all banner all
1: on our data and um, with our pricing that we we could see it starting sub three dollars, and this could be like a you know a two dollar eighty each or two. Yeah. sort of raise because yeah. nothing else is, like you say like I can't see anything that's like in the market now that's sort of like you know even 10 to 12 dollars that's got a map that suggests this thing could be backed into you know 7 or 8 late because it maps X and makes it you know a little bit better hope than what it
0: current odds is I just can't see that either yeah Anyway, it's a bit of fun. I'm sure we're going to learn a fair bit about Oakbank just by uh, doing the form and watching it all unfold. And if we have a good day, girls, you never know—we might get involved there on Monday. Why not?
1: Like, I tell you what, the patrons will enjoy it because they won't have any of those pesky anti-jumps racing protesters there to spoil the party. Do you reckon they'll turn up anyway. I hope so. <laughs> Look, I wouldn't put it past them. Oh, they probably—they'll probably be there celebrating that they feel like that they've contributed to no jumps racing there this weekend. Sad.
0: Um, I, don't, I don't really know. All right. So that's a bit of Oak Bank. It's a bit of sale done yep. and dusted. Uh, There's a bet
1: there for All Banner. If, if anyone's saying, um,
0: thinking about what are we backing, all, all Banner looks the one that's over the odds. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. The rest of your previews coming along nicely. <laughs> Indeed. Um subscribers get the uh, race by
1: race preview for Saturday at um, Eagle Farm. And we've got a sort of like a semblance of a, you know, of a, of a race. We've got a listed race. Okay. Um, I'm not going to preview the race. But <laughs> I'm just sort of telling you that we've got a right, And there's a Victorian
0: horse in the race as well. And a Kiwi, the listed Daybreak Lover. I was going to say, they're going, off, they're going off early then. They're already up in Queensland. Well, you've got to give the locals a little bit of crack at black type in the fillies and mares races, you know. Oh, of course. I don't think
1: they anticipated the bloody ring-ins getting up here yeah. this early. <laughs> here we are. No, the racing is starting to... The quality of the horses uh, will start to improve on the Saturdays as we get closer to the big carnival. And, um, yeah, we're going to see some... some nice horses stepping out over the next few weeks. For those that are into the narrative of going to the races to watch nice horses, where I'll be at Gatton and those sort of joints. Yeah, the nicer places to get more out of it. Heaps going on over Easter as we anticipated there would be. We're, we're trying to cash in on the I call these Kino races because there's just a race every 30 seconds and yeah. they're just just horrible.
0: Yeah, just have to hold on for, for grim death. Um, I'll be at Ascot with good Friday and then Easter Saturday. So 18 races, mounting Yard Mail looking forward to it about halfway through the, the lot of them. And there's probably one or two races that I've got some sort of confidence over, which is good. But anyway, will we'll you wait. be eating a, any steak
1: burgers on Friday at the
0: races? I'll see what I can get.
1: Bro, I reckon they'll just have like fillet of fish or something like that. Yeah. Fillet of fish. It's like we're racing, Oof. we're racing, but you know, we're not going to eat red meat.
0: You've got to cater for everyone these days, surely. Well, that's right. We're a multicultural society. What if yeah, Pete Evans turned up on course, you know, and he's only in his complete full paleo mode and only eats red meat, proper carnivore style? Like, what are you going? To, what's he going to eat? Well, he, he's not going to be going to the tofu
1: stand, is he? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We've got to cater for all. Anyway, we're not catering for anyone in Queensland. It's no racing tomorrow, so I'm relying on your good self, and Jackson Oldham at Sale. Hopefully,
0: yeah. Yep.
1: Because why wouldn't you drive to Sale on Good Friday when you live in Melbourne?
0: There's surely nothing else to do on Good Friday. <laughs> exactly. Is there any footy? Yeah, there's two games. Uh, North Melbourne's playing the Western Bulldogs, and I think West Coast is playing Sydney. Oh. Another two unwatchable games. Exactly. All right, girls, it's been good. We'll catch up on, uh, what, Monday, I guess, and Deep Dive. Why not? Sure. Look forward to it. Plenty to talk about. We'll be in touch then. Cheers,
1: mate. Thank you.